Hey podcast, it's James here from Toucan Echo. Uh, but you know that because you're on the Toucan Echo podcast, hopefully. Um, so this episode is just me rambling into a microphone um, and I'm going to talk about what I think about the future of guitar music. I've been sat here in my room in lockdown, started to think about this um, and thought, hey, maybe I'll make a little podcast on it based on my views on it. I've done this from a bit of a first principles basis. Um, I haven't really researched it or listened to many other people's views on this, like every good academic discussion probably should. But I am a musician myself. I play guitar and sing in the band. I'm a huge fan of old guitar music. It's probably the main thing I listen to, but as well as a variety of other uh, genres and timings and whatever. Um, I also actually build guitars in my spare time. Uh, the one I use at Tukaneko is a, a part Scaster, you know, Fender Strat copy that I actually built out of parts myself. So hopefully I at least know enough to have an informed rant on the Tukaneko podcast. Um, so hear me out on this one. So my answer on the future of guitar music splits into three. Number one, it's never going to truly die. Part two, but this depends on your definition of dead. And part three, some suggestions of what us fans of guitar music, us lovers of playing guitar, could actually do to help influence the outcomes you know, that we want in terms of guitar music, in terms of guitar as an instrument. So uh, let's get stuck into it. So let's get stuck in. Part one, it's never going to truly die. Basically, the guitar's been around for a long time in different forms. I think the earliest form of a Hmong guitar we'd recognise was probably around the 1500s, or at least that's what Wikipedia says. Um, and there are instruments pictured and found that are reminiscent of guitars. They are guitar-like. They've been found in kind of depictions and cave paintings and whatever way earlier than that, back potentially thousands of years. So... Even though we often hear the thing of banded around, is rock music dead, is guitar music dead, because I kind of join those two things quite closely together, um, even though guitar's used in lots of genres. Um, we've got to remember that it's already, we're already talking about a short period in the whole period of the guitar existing as a thing. And we still see instruments that pass their heyday in a sense of being central to popular music. We still see them being used today, and some still use quite a lot. So the piano, for instance, perhaps you could argue has had its heyday when it was used in jazz and ragtime, whatever, in like the 20s. Um, or orchestras had their heyday in Mozart's time, whenever that was. I'm going to say 1500s again, but I could be wrong. Um, but we still see them in film scores and classical music made today. Like It's not that they stop existing, it's just, you know, when, when some... Well, once the guitar has been invented and has been popular and been manufactured in all its different forms, it doesn't get uninvented. It still has a place somewhere in society. I mean, you could get to a situation where they, they make a lot less guitars, it's a lot less you know, popular, but I don't think it ever goes out of consciousness completely. Um, I think it's it's too relevant. I, it will most likely end up like um, orchestral instruments where like you know you may not have everyone picking up an oboe now but there are still oboe players out there and there is still relevant music for it so i think the guitar still has its special place in humanity and i think one of the reasons that it has stuck around is it is a unique instrument to 
to play. It's uh, I'm kind of talking directly to guitar players here who can understand what it is like to play a guitar. But it's very, it's a very emotional, tactile, responsive instrument. And it's very versatile. It's you know most guitar players I meet, most people who have played long enough to kind of get a reasonable um, fluency on, in playing. They they're kind of like addicts to be honest. They <laughs> they reach that kind of they become hooked um and i think they're hooked on not just they're hooked a bit on the feel of playing it the you know the feel of the strings against the neck and the kind of sound that you can then create from that is a cool sensation but it's also the becomes like another voice to you that i'm not sure every instrument is like in the same way there's not some people might sit down at a piano and I, you know, like a guitar's a sort of one, like if you've had a bad day, you can, it's totally acceptable to pick up a guitar and kind of strum out some blues and express yourself that way. I don't imagine your relationship with the saxophone or the, I don't want to say the oboe again, or the piano or whatever is, is quite the same. The guitar's got this kind of closeness, this humanity to it. Um, there's also, you know, techniques you can do on the guitar, such as bending notes um, and you know, high solos up on the neck that are kind of slightly voice-like that that do make it um, feel like it's closer to expressing like a human voice or a human emotion. Um, but yes, I'd say almost out of any instrument I can think of at least, it creates the most kind of junkies, <laughs> to use probably an inappropriate word, but like addicts, like people who are actually hooked on the guitar and the gear and the feeling that it gives you to play and um, and yeah, I mentioned the versatility, the fact that you can play chords with it, play lead lines with it, or do both. Like it, it's something that can back you up as you sing over the top of it, or it can be the lead instrument in conjunction with others. Um, it can be like a percussive kind of funky part. It, it can play so many roles that hopefully those sort of things, the, the human connection and the actual sort of place it can play in, in music just from it, the way it's built and the sounds it can make will hopefully cement its place <laughs> to not, never be completely truly forgotten because people who do pick it up there is a proportion of the population who just absolutely love it and that seems to be true now as much as it was 50 years ago um, and there is a whole world of music for people who find they like the guitar to discover and to learn um, So anyway, back to the topic at hand. Let's not forget that the vast majority of people pick up the guitar because they love it. They play it locked in their rooms, away from social contact. Just, <laughs> I mean, very much like the coronavirus situation right now, if you're listening in 2020. Um, but, you know, they play it because they love doing it. They don't necessarily do it for approval or for um, the outside world. It's kind of a personal thing. So there's not really any reason to say that that would die out because that's just as valid as it was in the last 50 years so when we're talking about guitar music we need to perhaps separate out the playing guitar for a personal point but obviously you do also need music to play at the same time so they are linked but it's worth making that distinction and even as our ways of making music evolve you know they become more digital and we are able to do more on our laptops and ai and everything our ways of communicating the world expand. It doesn't necessarily make the ones we already have, like playing the guitar, bad. 
Um, it you know just because you have even if you get better options or different options, it doesn't mean that your existing ones are bad. You just have more options than you did before, and I think that's going to be relevant as we move on to section two. Aha, section two, but it depends what you mean by dead, because the context of the guitar in the culture of the world is changing. I'm going to strip. I'm going to skip over all the history that I don't really understand from the 1500s. I'm going to skip straight to the emergence of the guitar in the 1950s and 1960s. It was emerged, it was entangled and emerged alongside, um, at least in Britain, skiffle and rock and roll. This was music for, this was a new kind of sound, a new type of music made by and for young people. It was kind of outrageous, kind of energetic. It was like you'd never seen before. It was even called the devil's music by the kind of established older generation. It challenged expectations, it united people, um, and it's kind of embodied this like liberating feeling, this like rebellion. And the guitar kind of came along with this. That was what all those people were holding and were using to make this music. So at that time it was this new mysterious evolving thing so you know the electric guitar is a new thing these amps that are coming out that we are now um celebrate as vintage um were brand new technology effectively in those days um and you see through all of the 60s all the artists that we um know and love are always at this kind of cutting edge of i've got the first copy of this type of guitar or the first copy of this type of pedal i'm going to use it on a song um i think that's partly what makes this era difficult to match is you're right at the edge of this new technology and it's tied in with this social movement um so when some people refer to kind of guitar music being dead or this being the golden era that that contributes to it like you you can't kind of replicate the first time that it emerges the first time that all these hugely successful um makes models brands inventions take place and they're adopted in such a effective way by all these talented bands that were around at that time so it's it's almost unreasonable to expect that we'll ever have the guitar in that context again because it can't be reinvented um we can't go back erase those times and repeat them um i'm gonna sort of now quickly gloss over the next 40 50 years as it kind of continued being quite a dominant instrument in popular music um, and as I said about his versatility, you know, it's everything from folk to jazz to rock, pop, heavy metal, like it kind of, it did it all. Um, but this is alongside other, um, and you know, newer technologies, newer instruments and sounds emerging and influencing the mainstream sound of music over that time. So, you know, in as we move towards the 70s and 80s, we get more uh, synthesizers followed by drum machines um and while we still see the guitar very much present in these different worlds, you know, we, we then stretch its capabilities out to Van Halen-style shredding, and we have glam bands who kind of give it another certain type of image. We have classic rock, like ACDC. We have punk that kind of taps into the simplicity and the man-of-the-people element of a guitar and kind of like the connection we were talking about. So across that span of time... I wouldn't necessarily, you know, we could still probably count that in the golden age of guitars are right there front and centre in music that everyday people listen to here and people would pick still pick up guitars as something to 
as almost like a party trick to play at parties or a way to get into music. Um, but you know that that changes now. I think people have people have access to more technology these days. And if you think someone in the 1960s wants a way to start making their own music or emulate what they see on TV, like the guitar is the way into that. And even then, it's quite an expensive, difficult way into that. But it is the entry. Um, whereas now maybe the equivalent is a laptop and a laptop's so much more powerful because it's not just a stepping stone towards being in a band or um being you know making a song and then recording that song and then playing it live whatever it's the whole thing like you can you can create your whole song with all the instruments on like cheap or free recording software you could even take the laptop to perform live it it is the complete package that is kind of quite accessible or becoming more and more accessible now as people who might want to enter music and I think that's why you see people entering dance music electronic music I mean it's also the popularity but this is where people can get into music for the first time um, and we see in the kind of 1990s and the 2000s as guitar doesn't necessarily sit front and center of popular music we see it become this more of a revival thing so we see we still see massive movements like Britpop Brit pop in the 90s or the kind of garage rock white stripes libertine strokes in the early 2000s um it's now kind of being used as a a reaction to to way the main industry is going if it if it seems to lose its human connection or its authenticity the guitar seems to be a way back to this quote more authentic genuine sounding music um we've also seen it used by Ed Sheeran more recently another kind of singer-songwriter style slightly more commercial poppy music um it again does a similar thing it adds intimacy and feeling and its own kind of particular flavor to, to the songs but then they've married it with other ways of production um other ways of writing songs so it's interesting how they've incorporated perhaps the same elements that someone in <laughs> a garage band or whatever that they're both trying to convey this kind of connection and authenticity and intimacy that maybe a singer songwriter is trying to convey but um they are not afraid to merge it with um these things that some people may see as replacing it like laptop based music so all that rant to say the context in the culture of the guitar has changed so we mentioned that you know the the feeling that people get when they pick it up and play it has not really changed from an emotional level, but the culture around it has changed. It's context and it's not top dog anymore. And I don't see that part of it reversing. I don't see now that young people will have access to laptops to make music and everyone you know, can record songs cheaply. I, I don't see any anything apart from if you're talking about the mainstream culture electronic music will continue to dominate and if anything expand as our lives get more and more and more digital we we will this will be the least technologically advanced that we'll be in our whole lives right now so everything we're using now is primitive um so will the guitar be able to go on a journey like a computer or an ai or that kind of side of music can i i doubt it but we'll get onto that in the next section um, so yes, it depends what you mean by dead. Guitar dominated the mainstream culture for many, many years. It was also tied in with 
unique movements and statements about society like punk, like rock and roll. Um, and a key point is that it was people's entry point into making music in bands. It was what they saw on television. It was, in effect, the most advanced technology that you had in the 60s to, to sing over the top, um, sing over the top of, write songs with. Um, and that that has fundamentally shifted now. Um, you can make music on computers that you have readily accessible to you and they are better, they are more versatile than it. So it's this this is all contributing to the thing that we will never have the sixties and seventies again, the mainstream place. It it cannot physically be the same. Um we also in I mean I won't go into the kind of how the music industry's changed, but we do have way more fragmentation as well. So it's impossible to unite everyone in quite the same way around you know so uniformly and coherently around one bit of music let alone one instrument the guitar that's kind of already had its already had its heyday so i think it's okay that it's never going to be like the 60s and 70s again we've still got <laughs> excitement and the guitar still exists in the future but that is a losing battle if it's one we want to keep fighting so in terms of if you define guitar music as having to be back like the 60s and 70s happening again it dominating mainstream culture and everyone else listening to it this is just not going to happen so we move on to part three what might we do about it so part three what should we do about it i suppose it depends what sort of outcome we want as i said if we want the guitar to dominate the mainstream again i think that is a very very uphill task given kind of technology's place in society, given the advancements we've made in recording, um, given the fragmentation and the um, eclectic nature of everyone's taste now. There, there isn't many artists dominating the mainstream, let alone an instrument. So, how do we marry together this thing that the guitar is a great instrument to play? It has this human connection, but it's still not going to keep up with the advancement of computers and electronic music um, in terms of accessibility or in terms of um, the range of sounds that you can create from it. Guitar has these kind of inbuilt limitations that perhaps a computer and a keyboard and whatever sort of jacks we put into our head or whatever in the future to make music. You know, I think hopefully what we can do is kind of a bit of what we're seeing already is the guitar still finding its way to bring those elements that we kind of want in all music. This, like, humanity, this um, expressive um, nature of sound that it can make, this feeling it gives you as a player um, a, a way to kind of convey your emotion to the audience. It's it's still It's always been good at that, and it will remain good at that. So hopefully, kind of like these singer-songwriters have done or bands who combine electronic music and guitars i think that is the kind of first thing you can do it can it doesn't necessarily need to redefine itself it just needs to be able to innovate and continue you know continue evolving um and a big main tip for sort of what i think about guitar players and i think i'll do a more in-depth podcast on this on its own but i think we should embrace advancements in the technology of guitars that we haven't to this point you know um 
guitar players are very nostalgic, very um, set in their ways in a sense. Um, and sometimes that's because you know they've been, they've been burned before with some promises of what a digital guitar amplifier might sound like, uh, and it's just not been very good for the user. Um, but you know we're hitting the point now where that stuff is getting really really good, and actually if we embraced it more and stopped and started investigating um, you know digital sounds, incorporating um, digital elements with the guitar. Um, trying to push the boundaries of the sounds, not just strictly emulate what happened in 1966 and Jimi Hendrix's particular amp, and embracing these digital amps so that they can be in the studio alongside these productions that all happen on a laptop, you know, and you don't have to be wheeling your whole pedal board and stuff around. I think I think that's one thing we could do, is to start embracing some of these some of the technology that is advancing computer electronic music in general. Um, without if we can do if we can embrace that if we can embrace innovation um as guitar players and you know try and use all these products that are coming out and use them to create better sounds than we've had before not emulate old ones without losing what makes the guitar unique in the terms of it being an expressive instrument i think that's the first thing we can do another thing we can do is i think keep getting guitars in the hands of young people um this is what's really changed kind of trajectory of my life so far is I decided, I don't know why I decided to, but I decided to pick it up at like a young age, around 10. It just hit me that that was something I wanted to do and I got completely hooked on it. It influenced what music I listened to, what my hobbies and interests were, what I spent ungodly amounts of money on. I mean, I'm literally recording this podcast with bits, bits of half-finished, half-built guitars strewn across the floor. <laughs> Um, so I, I mean it when I say it look like I look around my room and basically all I can see is stuff related to the guitar so being able to get it into the hands of young people is really important if you want um, them to incorporate it in music to get them into music as well in the first place um, you know it may not be uh, the mainstream route but it is it could be become a, a unique or u- a different route in five ten years time when perhaps it's less you know less common than a it has been for us who kind of grew up still with a slightly older music industry mindset in the guitar revival, you know, in the 2000s or whatever. It's kind of normal for a guitar band. But um, if you give a guitar to a young person now without overlaying too much expectations of what they should listen to or what is right or wrong equipment or ways of playing or whatever and just let them discover it, I think, you know, who knows how with it if we didn't impose our expectations what people might make with this instrument in the future um we should be making them accessible affordable high quality um ready to accept new innovations and kind of slot in with where stuff's going so you know less loud old tube amps and more stuff that can be plugged into the computer that sounds great um more i don't know whether it's like bluetooth or midi that you're adding in or um, acoustic electric hybrids like whatever it is um, it's just make trying to actively give it a place in where music production is going um, giving it like flexibility while still allowing it to add its own flavor to the recordings and not just be another kind of midi keyboard with strings um, we should be celebrating old um, you know the history of the guitar I'm not saying that we should let go of it or hey I mean 
I am like the biggest Beatles fan out of anyone I know. I love old 60s music. I will be there reading about what preamp they used on this particular song because I love the sound of it and, you know, what particular gear they used. Like, I'm into that as well, and there is nothing wrong with that. It's an absolute fun, the most fun rabbit hole you can dive down ever. But in terms of, you know, we should embrace that for what it is. We should kind of (laughs) silo it a little bit because we should also remember that those people at that time were innovators first and foremost they would relent like stories about the Beatles in the studio it's it's almost just relentless like ADHD kind of kids in a candy shop it's like just trying to find new sounds trying to break things and replug them in a different way and you know um that's the sort of attitude that actually got them to produce all this music that you know we we've heard it so much now it's so famous that it feels so familiar and normal to us but at the time like people had never heard anything like Sgt Pepper in their lives damn it wait I'm going on a Beatles rant I'm going to pull myself back from the brink um but we should be celebrating them and embracing their innovation not like what particular way they played or amp they used um as written because when they were doing it at the time it certainly wasn't written they were pushing the boundaries and making it up as they were going along kind of thing um we should be getting new you know new faces holding you know guitar manufacturers how what if they moved away from historic i know they're just doing it because this is their market and it works but just as a thought experiment what if they moved away from their history and started looking towards the future what what great bands are there out there now making new sounds with the guitar where's like the tom morellos of you know 2020 and i'm sure there are so many bands like this out there doing innovative cool things trying to find new sounds with the instrument you know what are we can we have more like diverse more like gender equal kind of um promotion of the guitar now you know it's been kind of a bit of a boys club but i'm sure there, like i've seen there are absolutely amazing kind of women playing the guitar that um kind of shut out the story till now like let's perhaps change the face of it it's not a criticism of guitar players or because i am one of them but i'm talking from the point of if we love this music and we want it to um keep going maybe these are some of the sort of things we should doing maybe we should start breaking some of our own traditions and rules and move on because kind of circling back to my original point is that the main place that the guitar exists in the world is that people love it people like me just sit in their rooms and love playing it and even if it was the least popular thing in the world i still think there's a large chunk of um, guitar players who would still carry it on because it's not done to impress people or done to be part of some sort of mainstream culture um that said i think there's a few things we can do if we do want it to um if we if for the for the love of it like our <laughs> our little baby that we want to grow and go out into the world maybe there is things we can do such as you know embracing technology being open to um digital innovation so that it can have a place alongside laptops and whatever we use in the future these kind of crazy voice control screen things whatever we use to make music in the future like can the guitar have a place alongside those things it can't if we're using 50 year old tube amps Um, we need to keep manufacturing them as accessible high quality cheap um, but you know as as good as possible uh and get them visible to young people, get them in the hands of young people. And we should be trying our best to 
push the guitar bands that exist now that aren't getting any love, aren't getting any attention? What innovation have we got? Because it's out there. It's probably just not getting visibility. We're, we're so focused on the past. So can we change the face of it? Can we start to shine some light on people who are doing cool stuff with this instrument? Let's break some rules. So yeah, that is my rant on the future of guitar music. I'd love to hear if you have any thoughts on this, um, even if you completely disagree. As I said, I've done basically no research. Um, <laughs> so it's a completely uninformed rant. So if you've listened all this way, you're obviously my kind of person and we should chat about it. So, you know, drop us an email at uh, well, me at james at toucanecho.com or uh, pop a review on the podcast or um, hit us up on social media at toucanecho. Um if you have any thoughts on this, because uh, I'd love to love to, you know, chat it out with you. Um, cool. Thanks. Peace out, everybody. Stay safe.